Hello, and welcome back to the Cynthia and Peggy show, where in each episode, we, Cynthia and Peggy, focus on a specific topic, and we share our personal experiences, stories, and insights around that. Today, our topic is full-time job searching. Woo! Oh, oh gosh. Well, (laughs) this is especially relevant because right now I'm going through that job hunt process again. Mm -hmm. um, I'm graduating from my master's program, so I'm hopping back into the workforce and revisiting all of those memories and experiences of searching for a full-time job. Wow. Yeah, very relevant. So Um, I feel like you have more experience in full-time job search because like for me, I've only applied to jobs like right out of college and I Mm -hmm. haven't sort of looked for jobs as I've been employed. So, Mm -hmm. and I know for you, like you've looked for full-time jobs a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. So I guess like how we can just start off with like, how did you land your first job? And then also the ones after that. Perf. Okay. (laughs) So... Let's see. So for my first job out of college, I worked in finance at JP Morgan and that actually came from my the summer before senior year. I interned mm-hmm. with JP Morgan and then they extended me a full-time offer at the end of that internship. So typically um, what I do notice, especially from the bigger um, corporations is what they do is during that summer right before your senior year, all of their interns, Usually, if you do a good job and they Mm -hmm. have enough headcount, you're able to get a full-time job offer. So that's why that internship is actually very, very important. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, that's how I got my first job out of college was just getting that internship and then accepting that offer. I didn't re-recruit in the middle. And then Mm -hmm. after I worked at JP Morgan, I made a really big switch to work in um, beauty in marketing. So Mm -hmm. very, very, very different. And um, basically how I landed that job was I left my job at JP Morgan and then started recruiting, which is actually Mm -hmm. kind of different from what people normally do. But um, that allowed me to really focus my efforts on finding the right job and um, preparing for those interviews. So then um, I just networked a lot. I messaged people on LinkedIn a lot. And then I was able to you know, successfully land that one. Um, And then I did my master's program. And right now I'm recruiting again. So leveraging a lot of my network again, Mm -hmm. um, you know, going through my resume, writing cover letters, uh, looking at a lot of different jobs, applying to a a ton of different things, and just making sure I'm really prepared. So we'll go into a lot of these tools and tactics later on. But Mm -hmm. um, just broadly speaking, that's kind of how I landed my first job. And then the subsequent ones after Nice. Yes. Do you want to talk about you and how you landed your first job? Yeah. So for me, it was out of college. Um, I'd had a actually a three month um, internship right out, outside of college. And I sort of used that time to find a full time job offer. And for me, it was a little bit different, obviously, because I'm an international student, like I needed um, like visa sponsorship. So it's kind of a little bit different in terms of like job search. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did sort of the usual like traditional channels where I looked, you know, like LinkedIn or like Glassdoor or whatever career sites there are. And unfortunately, a lot of them didn't pan out for me because they didn't, they weren't willing to sponsor, sponsor. sort of just like young graduates, which was very understandable, right. um, especially for, you know, marketing fields. And I sort of had like given up at this point because I just like could not find anything. And 
I think it was towards like the last like two three weeks of my internship where I was basically sort of prepared to like probably leave the country whatever it may be like I received a LinkedIn message from a recruiter about this current role that I'm in um, or the associate role that I had mm-hmm. when I first started at Smule and they said like oh it seems it seems like you're a really good fit because I did have a lot of information on my LinkedIn so I had mm. like worked as like a campus ambassador for Spotify did a lot of marketing stuff you know our marketing fraternity so that sort of all aligned because our current company is also music related Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not sure how, what keywords they searched, but I think just having a lot of information and a lot of experience on my LinkedIn really helped me sort of stand out in the search results and then went through the interview process and it worked out. So it was pretty, honestly, pretty random and out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I feel like a lot of things oftentimes are also luck too, because yeah. um, oftentimes, you know, like a recruiter will reach out or it just so happens the perfect job just gets posted, you know, whenever, whenever something comes up. So um, sometimes it is a lot of luck, but also I think there's a lot of preparation and different tactics that go in to Mm -hmm. really help you optimize and be ready for that luck and that opportunity when it does come. Yeah. Um, So I know we've kind of touched on other, in other episodes, we've touched on um, recruiting for internships, I think, but um, should we really quickly talk about kind of our personal um, what we've noticed personally are the differences between recruiting for full-time versus internship. Sure. Go for uh, it. Okay. I'll go. Um, <laughs> so I think internships, oftentimes people are mainly looking for a cultural fit. So it's really, I would say it's relatively easy to get an internship mm-hmm. if you do the right um, research, you show you're very interested and passionate about the industry, you're very curious, and um, you match their culture pretty well. So I would say internship, generally, people are more lax about it. And as long mm-hmm. as you seem like, you know, you're smart and eloquent, and um, you're curious, then typically people will hire you as an intern. Yeah. But I would say for full time, there's definitely a bit more um, extensive research and interviewing that goes into the process um I would say it's a little bit longer of a process the questions are a lot more pointed and detailed Mm -hmm. it's not as lax and flexible and I think that's like your first job out of college I would say for me having subsequently recruited after once you're already working and you're looking for jobs after I think it's even harder because you have to be able to justify your past experiences and why you left the company, why you're changing industries. Um, you have to be able to show your industry knowledge, show mm-hmm. your past experiences. And yeah. um, I feel like it does get a little bit harder because, you know, when you're young, people just tend to give you a little more flexibility and understanding and leeway. But as you move up in your career, people tend to expect you to know more about the industry and have more background on it yeah yeah definitely what about you Mm -hmm. I don't think I have that much to add um I think that's pretty accurate from sort of like what you said um a lot of the sort of full-time job search Mm -hmm. requires a lot more sort of technical skills and just like extensive work experience like you if you look at sort of like the job requirements they always say like four to six years or something like that um and obviously they don't actually expect that but they do expect you to have a lot of like have work experience and actual have like have technical skills in those fields Mm -hmm. I feel like they are more strict about that and like you said internships are just kind of like cultural fit or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be 
Yeah. Got it. Cool. So should we talk a little bit about the different tools to find jobs? Mm -hmm. Do you want to start? Yeah. So I think the common ones are just like these career websites such as Glassdoor and LinkedIn. I'm sure there's more that I haven't covered. Um, Also, so for LinkedIn, at least there's like a toggle now that you can turn on to let recruiters know that you're looking for a job. Mm -hmm. And that really helps. I think it's a relatively new thing. Yeah, at least they didn't have that when I was in college. Mm -hmm. Um, And that sort of enables recruiters to know that and like message you. So I think now that sort of LinkedIn messaging from recruiters is a lot more commonplace than it was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then do you want to just talk about the other tools? Yeah. Um, so if you have specific companies that you've been eyeing, something I do a lot is um, I'll just directly go to those mm-hmm. companies' career websites and look at their job opportunities. Um, another are just agencies. There's agencies that, um, help with recruiting and they're kind of the third party and middleman between the company that's looking for a candidate and the candidate. So, um, having good relationships with these agencies are always beneficial. So sometimes Mm -hmm. even though, you know, the agency may, uh, may reach out and say they're looking for this certain role for this certain company. If I'm not interested in that, I tell them like what I am interested in and this way they can, you know, they, they have a lot of stuff on their end, too, and a lot of knowledge, so they can kind of be the matchmaker in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's – should we just talk about, like, general tips that we have on the entire um, full-time job search process and mm-hmm. things that – things and insights that we've gained over our own experiences? Yeah. Do you want to start or should I start? <laughs> sure. I can start. Okay. Um, I'm going to like think as I talk though. Yeah. So I think you, Cynthia already touched on this earlier. Like it's just super important to do your research on the company itself. And obviously mm-hmm. the job description, like, you know, the, they put a lot of bullet points, like what they're looking for. I think those things are super important to read through and like mm-hmm. connect your experiences and skills to each bullet point. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing research on the company is super important because I feel like they do really want to understand like why you want to work at this company. I feel like, aside from like the technical fit whatever work experience they do really care if you like you will stay at this company and if Mm -hmm. you are worth an investment Mm -hmm. um so yeah those are just sort of general tips that I have yeah yeah I agree um I think building off of that making sure that you know your resume and cover letter are really personalized to that certain job that's really beneficial in helping you um put yourself in a really good spot and position for the recruiter to pick up your resume. So Mm -hmm. like Peggy said, knowing what's um, bulleted out in the job description and aligning, you know, your, your materials with that, I think is really important. Um, Also, I think knowing yourself is really important and your Mm -hmm. story. Um, Oftentimes in any sort of job or even internship interview, the first question they always ask you is to walk you walk them through your resume and to share a little bit about yourself so um, I think knowing your story and being able to eloquently deliver that in three to five minutes is is pretty important Um, Mm -hmm. especially the later on you go like now I have so much to cover that I really quick hit my undergrad I hit you know, my first job out of college and I really focus on the marketing jobs thereafter because um, everything I am recruiting for now is marketing focused. So right. um, just knowing the parts to emphasize and the parts to really walk through quickly. And I think a lot of this is it, it comes with practice. So the more interviews you do, the more um, 
the more familiar you become with your own story and how to really pitch that and package it. Mm -hmm. Um, I would also say like, know your industry well. So um, this is mainly for, you know, the different types of interview questions that are out there. Um, When I was in finance, there were like the typical three questions that people would always ask. And um, you have to know that. But in marketing Mm -hmm. now, what I'm finding is oftentimes it's very customized to the company and it's very case by case scenario. And Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's like case studies, but not the typical consulting case studies where it's like, how many tennis balls can fit in this room? It's like, um, if you're interviewing with a specific company, that specific company may show you charts or ask you particular questions that are very relevant to their business to Mm -hmm. really gauge how you think and process that information. Um, so just knowing your industry and, um, kind of the industry norms as far as interviewing goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, I just think it's really important to network a lot of the yeah. jobs that I've really wanted. Like when I was at, uh, when I was trying to get my job at benefit, I actually reached out to everyone on that team through LinkedIn oh, wow. and I mm-hmm. messaged them saying that, you know, I was really interested in what they were doing and I would just love to, you know, hear a little bit more about their experience at benefit and their specific team and their role. And I think, um, just showing that interest. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you won't get like any sort of message back, but sometimes you will. And it definitely puts you um, above other people when Mm -hmm. um, people realize that, you know, you have this added interest and you're very passionate and curious. Um, Plus I think um, something that a lot of people always say is most jobs are actually go unposted. So most Mm -hmm. jobs actually start internally with referrals and all of that stuff. So if you're able to use your network and um, don't be afraid to ask people to refer you and all of that stuff, because Mm -hmm. oftentimes they get a referral bonus too. So that makes me feel less bad asking. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So just like leverage your network and really try to connect and find, um, you know, different, people who may know other people at that company or just reach out cold through LinkedIn like I've done so many times and surprisingly people do um, respond and even if they don't basically what had happened to me at Benefit was one of the girls on the team she never responded to me but she saw that I had messaged her and I think she internally bumped me through um, Mm -hmm. through the HR or the process so I was able to even get an interview because oh that's awesome yeah I think so many resumes come through all of these portals and there has to be a way to filter out these resumes and you know having some sort of connection or someone put you through definitely gives you a huge leg up so leverage Mm -hmm. your network yeah yeah awesome cool well um is there anything else you want to cover that we haven't talked about yet No, I just want to say good luck. I know. (laughs) Yeah, it is a very tough and um, kind of high, high stress, high anxiety process. But I think it's just always important to remember that, you know, you're also interviewing the company as well. And you Mm -hmm. want to find a company that is a good fit for you. So don't just take whatever comes your way. Just be very thoughtful with um, your choices and know that, you know, there's there's always a position out there for you. And um, the more you practice, the better you're going to get. So take any interview that you can practice, practice. And then once you get the offer, just really think thoroughly about if that role is role team and company is the right fit for you. Mm-hmm. Yay. Well, that is it for our podcast this week. If you like our podcast, don't forget to give us 
five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave us a really nice review. It'd help us out so much. If you have any topics you'd like us to talk about or want to share a feedback, we love it a ton. You can do so by DMing either of us on our Instagrams, which we always leave in the description. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you all next week. Bye. Bye.